Hey guys, welcome to A Mother in the Making. My name is Ashley and I am pregnant with my second child. It was a little bit of a surprise and I was not mentally prepared for it, so I'm taking you through my journey of coping and just letting you know what it's like to go through pregnancy to help other moms out there who are currently pregnant or are trying to conceive and want to know what they're in for. So I hope you enjoy and stick around. Hey guys, welcome back to Mother in the Making. My name's Ashley, if you didn't know, and this is the week that the podcast launched. And oh, it's been such, such positive feedback, which I didn't expect people to be mean about it, but just so encouraging people just saying how much they could relate to this and how helpful it's been for them because, you know, I'm just like... <laughs> talking about my woes in my living room, um, and it feels quite self-centered, you know, just sitting here talking about me, but I'm so glad that it's helping people, and um, like I've said a million times, I love these types of podcasts, so um, I'm glad to be able to support you in this way. Uh, If you can hear Rook coughing, he is down for a nap, but he has a cold, so very sad. He's been in good spirits, but he's just been coughing a lot lately. Um, Anywho, podcast is launched. Um, (laughs) So I'm, I'm very new at this. I didn't look up anything about like how to launch a podcast, just the bare minimum requirements. And so I didn't realize, okay, I've been listening to podcasts for years, right? I love podcasts. I didn't realize that you can't comment on episodes, so I've been asking you to comment and you're not able to. I'm so sorry. If you want to ask questions, leave comments, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Embers and Ash. Uh, Send me a message there. Otherwise, uh, I would really appreciate it if you would take a second to rate and uh, what's the other thing? Rate and review the podcast. That would help me out a lot, I think, because that's the only way you can like interact with it. Also, I guess just sending it to people in your life that might benefit. But anywho, that's that. Um, let's get into it. It's week nine, which is fine. Um, it is quite strange how quickly it's going by. I know people say that all the time, but I just remember last pregnancy because I was so excited about it. I was holding on to every second and thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm at six weeks, like so excited. We're at six weeks and now time's flying and I can't even keep track of it. Next week, we're in double digits. So in week nine, let's talk about the baby. The baby looks kind of cute, like in an alien way. Uh, Definitely less alien-ish than last week, but very much an alien with like a pig nose. I don't know if it's just the app that I'm using. Once again, it's the Pregnancy Plus app. I do really like this app, but any depiction of a baby in development is kind of creepy. Um, as well, the sizes or the size, um, comparisons that they offer this week are kind of all over the place. So for animal comparison, they give a butterfly, which I feel like butterflies are huge. Uh, the dessert comparison they give is literally just chocolate. That's what they say. 
chocolate. So that could be whatever you want it to be. One of those chocolate bunnies, one of those giant chocolate bunnies. Uh, and then the, the food comparison is the most realistic, uh, and that's the size of a date. Um, so think of a little date in your belly at nine weeks. The development going on includes the kidneys, liver, brain, and lungs are beginning to function. That's pretty cool. I love how, um, I just find it so fascinating that your baby does breathe with their lungs in the womb, but they're breathing in amniotic fluid. And then it's not until they come out of the womb that their lungs breathe air for the first time and actually, um are useful, right? Because before they're just like practicing breathing the amniotic fluid. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, so those are all beginning to function. It says the the little tail is starting to disappear. If you remember, I mentioned that the baby was kind of like a shrimp in shape with like arms and legs and a tail. Um, the shrimp is starting to go away. So that makes it... Uh, a lot less creepy, that's for sure. Um, the fingers and toes are starting to separate, so no more webbing. Um, and you can actually see in the image that there's like uh, the different bones in the hands and the, the joints in between. The eyes are moving to the front of the face. So also, if you didn't know, the eyes start like kind of on the sides of the head. Um, and so they migrate to the front where they're supposed to be. And then it just says that the bone and joint development is continuing. <laughs> so yeah, that's the baby this week. Pretty chill. Nothing crazy. I mean, I guess the main organs are working, so that's kind of cool. But anywho, let's move on to my symptoms. It's been a lot of the same, which I think is expected, just like trucking through the first trimester. Uh, one thing that's funny is, you know, anything that weird, uh, sorry, anything weird that happens in your life while you're pregnant, you immediately think like, must be a pregnancy symptom. Well, one morning I woke up and brushed my teeth and brushed my tongue and my tongue was peeling. Kind of gross, I know. Uh, so that caught me off guard and I assumed for sure this has to be a pregnancy thing. Like what a strange thing to happen. And I looked it up and it wasn't really like there were a lot of articles on it. Some things were talking about like when to see a doctor. So I was a little confused until I realized that the day before I ate like half a bag of sour Skittles and it destroyed my tongue. And so my tongue peeled the, the next day. So that was really funny. Um, I, you know, I've been kind of off sweets, kind of getting back into them, but I was eating Skittles because last pregnancy, I remember sour food, sour treats helped with nausea. I don't know if it was just like in my head, but Maybe just something quite strong and different distracted me from the nausea. I don't know. So I was eating these sour Skittles, not really paying attention to it until I was eating so many that my mouth hurt. And I was like, oh, geez, I, I should stop doing this. So sure enough, that was a mistake. Um, and I had a peeling tongue. So that was lame, but it went away pretty quickly. Other than that, like real symptoms I've been having. Uh, so tired, man. Like last pregnancy, I was not at all at this level. I remember thinking like, yeah, I'm a little tired. I maybe napped once during the day, but nothing at this level. Like the other day I took a three hour nap, um, and felt 
great about it. Like during Brooke's full three hour nap, I napped. And um, that's just my life right now. If I don't, I've already mentioned this, but if I don't get a nap in during his nap, I'm pretty much brain dead until Josh gets home and I can get some sleep. Um, And that really sucks. Like the sickness sucks, but the low energy is just killing me. Like I, I feel like I can't do anything. I've had a bit more motivation with like the positive feedback from the podcast and it being the new year, um, feeling a bit more motivated, but I'm still just like so tired. So, so tired. I'm really excited to have my energy back. Um, but overall I'm doing okay. I, the sickness has been pretty fine recently. I don't want to jinx it because I know it's supposed to like typically get worse before it gets better. And it, I feel like I'm still in that it should be getting worse phase. Um, but ever since Rook has been sleeping in till eight o'clock, I wake up not feeling super sick and I can get a hold on things. Um, as long as I'm eating and sleeping, I feel okay. I was off coffee for a couple days because I just wasn't in the mood for it, which I know seems weird, but it's more of like my appetite wasn't in the mood for it. Um, and the last two days I've been intentional about trying to have a coffee in the morning and it's made a big difference. Like between eight and 12, I have so much energy, maybe not eight, like nine and 12. Um, and I feel like I can get a lot done as long as I'm not feeling sick. Uh, and then I definitely crash at 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, but I'm really thankful for that little spurt of energy that the coffee's giving me. Um, what else? Oh, I, <laughs> I've been dealing with heartburn again. I, I kind of have mild, mild heartburn in general in life. Like I always have Tums by my bed, but I rarely use it, but I still need it just in case. Anyways, last pregnancy, especially at the end, lots of heartburn. This time, once again, heartburn starting back up. Um, and it's fine. As long as there's Tums in the house, it's fine. If you don't have Tums, it's really annoying because the only alternative I know of is mixing, I think it's baking soda in water and drinking that. I had to do that a couple times last pregnancy when I ran out of Tums because I was eating so many. Um, and it tastes so horrible as you can imagine, but it works. And when you got that burn in your throat, you'll do anything to have it gone. Um, so yeah, heartburns, on the loose again, but everything really isn't that bad. Like, okay, the the tiredness and the lack of motivation are really eating away at me, but everything else is fine. It's just like I'm dealing with it. Um, so those are my symptoms. I feel like I'm going through this super quick this time, but I do have a lot to say about how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. This has been a, a tough week. Josh got sick with I have no idea what. Um, It wasn't like a cold. It wasn't a flu. So it was like no COVID scare. He was... um, I don't even remember all his symptoms. Basically, he was in bed for a whole day and a half um, over the weekend, which was nice. He didn't have to lose work or miss out on work. Um, But yeah, so he was out of commission. So I was the sole caretaker And that is very difficult when you're pregnant. He's still kind of like 
getting back on his feet. So it's hard with him coming home being so exhausted, like coming home from work being so exhausted. And I'm so exhausted when he comes home from work. Um, So it's been really challenging. And I'm trying to remind myself that it's a season, things are going to get better. Um, But I'm, I'm just feeling really defeated. Like the house is always a disaster. And I feel like I can't get on top of it because the last thing I want to do is smell dirty dish water and um, clean the kitchen. And it's not even just like, like I can clean the kitchen, whatever. But it's the fact that it's, you know, if you're a mom, it's never ending. Like you clean it and then one meal gets cooked and it's all out the window and it's outrageous. I never really felt that way before kids, especially like working a nine to five job, because you're not home for breakfast or lunch. You're only home for dinner. And sometimes you can make dinner super minimal and like low dishes. But when you're at home pretty much every day, eating breakfast, lunch and dinner at home with a kid who is a tornado, it just feels impossible to stay on top of things, uh, let alone being pregnant alongside of that. So that's been really hard. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I had this giant pile of laundry in the bedroom that was just sitting there, like all clean laundry, but it was sitting there for, I swear, like a week and a half or something. And finally, last night, Josh and I tackled it, which felt really good. But if we do too many chores at night, then we don't get to actually hang out, right? So it's just hard finding a balance right now in life. And I'm also just feeling overwhelmed with... um, the house renos, like if if you don't follow, I guess me on YouTube or anything, um, we bought a house that needs to be renovated, and I just can't imagine ripping our house apart right now and doing work on it. It feels very unattainable, which I know. Again, I'm just in the first trimester, um, but everything just seems like too much right now. Um, But okay, last night we did get on top of a lot of stuff and I'm feeling a bit better about it, but it's still just overwhelming, like I said. Um, What else? Oh, the other thing. Okay, this is like the worst part of it is that Rook has been getting into everything and learning new things. So he's learned to climb the dining table. (sighs) Every time he makes one of these uh, developments or whatever you call it, it feels like the end of my life. Like when he first learned to climb the couch, it felt like the end of my life because he didn't know that it was dangerous. Right. Um, so same thing. I'm really trying to teach him not to climb the chairs and get on the table, but he knows how to do it. So he just wants to do it. And we have multiple, um, danger zones or things he's not allowed to do. And it's just too many for me to stay on top of. Cause sometimes he gets in a, a routine of, doing all of them one after another and I just can't deal because I'm just chasing him all evening or all day or whatever it is um so like he'll run over to the table try and climb it I'll take him down he'll run over to the fireplace remove the fireplace cover and try and climb into the fireplace he'll run over to the couch climb on it and try and rip my plant apart then he'll run into his bedroom and he's learned how to pull his drawers out and 
take everything out of his drawers. And it just feels never ending and impossible for me to handle. And that's been the biggest stressor. He doesn't always do that cycle of all of them at once. But when he does, I just feel like I can't deal with it. Um, so I'm trying to remedy it. We're trying to find a way to attach the fireplace cover to the fireplace, but we don't want to have to like weld anything on and like there's no command hook solution. Josh might have an idea for it, so hopefully that'll work out. Um, because that's, it's a game to him is to run over to the fireplace, remove the cover and just wait for us to run after him. Um, as for the dresser in his room, it's set up, how do I explain this? So in our kitchen, we have the baby proof locks on the doors that are inside the door. So you can't see them, which I much prefer. Not that our kitchen is beautiful or anything. I just don't like seeing the stuff on the outside. And for reasons, I can't use those on our dresser. It just doesn't work. So I was avoiding baby proofing it. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't care what things look like. I just need Rook to be able to not get in there <laughs> or just, I, I need more control in my life. Right. Um, so I bought the baby proof little lock things that sit on the outside, put them on last night. And I was able to organize the gear drawer and his clothing drawer, um, and the new baby stuff and close it up and know that it's not going to get ripped apart. And it's made me feel so good. Like, and he, he hasn't even gotten upset about it. Like he's tried to open it and he's like, oh, I guess I can't open this anymore. Like it's no big deal. So that's been amazing. As for the plant on the couch or beside the couch, I don't know what to do about it. It's like, it's only sometimes when he tries to rip it apart. Other times, like he'll go onto the couch and like just touch it gently with one finger, like being such a good boy. And then sometimes he feels like destroying it. So that's great. I still don't have a solution for the coffee table or not the coffee table, the dining table. But if I can get the dresser handled, which I've done, and if we can find a solution for the fireplace, I feel like I'm going to be able to keep my sanity a bit better. Um, it's just like when there's too many things for him to access. And okay, I like if you're this mom, so happy for you. Seriously, so happy for you. I wish I could be you. How do certain moms not baby proof? I've heard people talk about like, you know, you just teach your child not to do certain things. And I'm like, but what if they love not or love doing the things that they're not allowed to do? Like it, it's always a game for Rook and he's so curious and everything. And I just, I cannot, I can't chase after him all day as he's getting into everything. Like I know some people also let their kids in their pots and pans cupboard in the kitchen to play with those. And I'm like, I, I cannot handle cleaning that up every second of my life. I already have so many other things to clean up every second of my life. So if you're that mom who doesn't baby proof, let me know how your life is. Are you okay? <laughs> why why have you chosen this path? Please explain explain to me. Show me show me the way. Um but yeah, it's been it's just been stressful. Stressful week. Um trying to get a hold on things, but it's it's just where we're at. Um yeah, this age is just really hard with Rook. Oh my gosh, here's the other thing. So I've been saying this whole time, you know, I'm so scared to have this baby because I can't imagine a baby with Rook right now. But 
Rook is going to be a different kid by the time the baby comes around and hopefully have other skills that will make things easier. But no one is has uh, pointed out to me, probably because you're all very nice, but no one has pointed out that there's a good chance that he's going to be even more difficult. Like, he's going to be two years old, like terrible twos, you know? I feel like I'm not going to catch a break. And I see other moms online, like Nicole Lee, oh my gosh, what's her last name? Nicole Lee something, Green, right? Uh, she just had a baby and she was a two-year-old and she is dying (laughs) and she's very um forward with how hard things are and I really appreciate it but I'm like yeah like two-year-olds aren't necessarily easier than 18 months olds like I don't know where I'm getting this idea well hopefully he'll be more verbal and I don't know understand rules better but in other ways they're gonna he's definitely gonna be a lot tougher so that's been great feeling like I'm losing hope in that area the other thing is uh, I realized the other day that I'm doing better mentally coping with the pregnancy because I'm just thinking of it as a pregnancy and the other day I was like oh my gosh I'm actually going to have a child at the end of this. And I started panicking. Um, I think, like, I'm just, I haven't been making that a reality in my head because, you know, it's so early. I haven't set up the nursery or got any baby gear we need. All I've done is, like, taken out the the newborn clothes. Um, And... I, yeah, I just came to this realization that like, no, I'm going to have to set up my house for a second child and they are, they're coming. Like, it's not just a pregnancy. There's a second kid here. And then all the feels of fear come crawling back in. Um, so I'm trying to honestly just live in bliss, like ignorance is in bliss or whatever that saying is. Ignorance is bliss. Um, and just not literally not think about the baby um because it's too early or not too early but like it's early enough that I don't have to do anything about it I don't have to buy things I don't have to prepare I just want to get through the first trimester not thinking about this being a child because that's what's going to work for me right now speaking of um thinking about the child it's weird I was just thinking about this today it's weird that um I don't have my first ultrasound until I think it's next week, like 10 or 11 weeks, because um, here in Canada, you only get two ultrasounds unless something's wrong. You get one at usually eight weeks and the 20 week ultrasound. Um, And it's it's, it's just weird thinking like, you know, last time I I saw a rook at that eight week ultrasound, he's just a, a blob, right? Uh, but coming up 10, 11 weeks, they're, they're going to look more and more like a real little baby, right? So that'll be interesting. Me living in denial of there being a baby coming and then going to an ultrasound and seeing a full on child in my stomach. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, guys. I'm just trying to cope day by day, getting through it. Uh, yeah very confusing time last time was so easy I was just like so excited every day I was like can I have the baby today I would love the baby in my arms right now it's gonna be fine oh someone um someone on YouTube said commented 
uh, on my videos something so helpful. And maybe this isn't that big a video, but someone said, sometimes you just have to zoom out. And that hit me in the right way at the right time. Um, yeah, you can kind of understand what she means, but I need to zoom out more often and think of that mom at the beach with her two children playing while she sunbathes. That's the life I'm aiming for. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Anywho, um, I think I'm going to end the, the podcast here. Thank you guys so, so much for all your support. I really, really appreciate it. Like, I... I'm doing this podcast just for fun, but also to help people. And it's really encouraging hearing um, your feedback. Again, please leave a review if you want to help support me. Share it with some friends if you feel like it. Um, Yeah, thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next week.